Hi, I'm Vicki Guile, and I'm here with Tom Guile and Shane Musselwhite. Shane's with Oregon Home Mortgage. We're obviously the Guile Group. Group. Yes. (laughs) And we are here today to talk about buyers and sellers in this market, how we can help them, who's buying, who's selling, especially when it comes to interest rates. We all know that that's kind of a question in today's market, and and who's really looking to buy or sell. Um, And I know that one of the things that I had talked about was um, when... We had interest rates that were historically Crazy low, low. Crazy insanity yeah. low. Everybody refinanced. Yeah, true. Yeah, so your did. typical downsizers, your typical people who are like, oh, maybe we'll make a move, have kind of gone slow. And that's kind of what the media headlines are talking about. Oh, everything's quiet down. Yeah. But that's not the reality because buyers and sellers are out in every market. Mm-hmm. may not be in the same numbers, but they're out there in every market. So who are we seeing that's out there buying and selling? Yeah. And So kind of along those those lines, you know, looking at it, you, the media would have you believe nobody's buying. Yep. Like, you know, or it's all it's, locked it's up. It's all locked up. No, it's, it's definitely going, going lo- up. lower numbers. It is. Yeah. But if we look at kind of where we're at, we're about... 25 percent below uh, 2022 kind of year to date numbers of fine wise uh, but the interesting thing about it too is if you look at recently if you look at the last like month uh, compared to the same month last year mm-hmm. um, sales are right on track so the market had actually had slowed down uh, by this time last year had yeah, yeah well had. and historically at this yeah. time that we're actually recording this it is a starts to get yeah. to be a slower time. Uh, but you know, also kind of looking at who I've worked with over the last uh, you know six months or a year, it's mainly been people moving to this area, and they're moving here for a couple of reasons. They're moving here for jobs, but mostly, I've got people moving here to be near their grandkids. I mean, <laughs> that is kind of the market right now, at least for me. One I'm getting of a lot yeah. of I'm yep. getting a lot of uh, buyers right now moving here to be near family. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, um, one of the other things that I look at as investors, we've worked with a couple of investors of late and investors always seem to be in the market. Um, no matter what kind of market, they're in different ways, but they're usually looking to either, you know, capitalize on the market or sell something off because they're done or, you know, there's a myriad of reasons for investors, but investors is definitely one. Um, and then I think the, um, the unfortunate side of it if we have a parent who is aging or who has passed away um, and they uh, need to there's a house that needs to be sold so that's one of them divorces also Mm -hmm. Um, I have a client right now that just completed a divorce yeah she's buying a house on her own yeah Um, two recent closings on people that were relocating for work they weren't relocating to Oregon but they were tired of the commute that they were making so they made the decision to buy and sell closer and one of those was a multi-generational household. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. bigger home, needed room for mom and dad. Yeah. Those types of things. Yeah, I, I think um, COVID really was something that really had people thinking about how they wanted to live. People are going back to the office. And so some now, of some of them, not yeah. all of them. Yeah. Um, so the telecommuting piece, if they actually have to go into the office, like you were saying, to yeah. be closer to work, that's something, because that time with family of driving longer than you wanted yeah. to, yeah. Time was important, Um, and certainly multi-generational is one of those. We live multi-generationally, and we'll be doing more on that because that is an option for buyers in this this market to maybe pool resources, or if you have an aging parent, you need to live together. 
We help with grandchildren. Just this morning, got our grandson off to, to preschool. Yeah, yeah. Um, our daughter went to work, and we can easily do that yeah. because we all live in the same place. And so multi-generational is interesting. Yeah. Qualifying for multi-generational and pooling, is there a lot of challenges with that? or There's really not. It's not more complicated than a married couple buying a property. You're just taking the resources and income of everybody that's going to be on the loan. Mm. Right. You know, We frequently close loans where people are on title as an owner, but not on not obligated right. on the loan for one reason or another. Right. But certainly if you've got you know income from multiple sources, you're just going to have multiple applicants on the loan. So okay. it's not really, not really complicated from a lending standpoint. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and obviously then the I think another buyer is the one that's just qualified. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a buyer yeah, yeah. who in this market is just simply qualified to buy and we need to help them find that property as well and, and yeah. walk through the process because I mean we all purchased at higher interest rates. Sure the three people yeah, sitting at this yeah, table sure all purchased at three high, at higher interest rates. Yeah. Back in the day. I mean my very first place was a nine percent FHA loan. Yeah. So, and that's, we're not yeah. too far from no, that right now, yeah, right but now. my yeah. point, but that wasn't, that was the low, right? right? That FHA 9% was the low yeah. interest rate. Mine was rate. a little over 12 when we started. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Other recent closings, people that found just the right house, you know, yeah. they'd been searching for a long time. They had the capacity to do it and just the right property popped up. So they were willing to move ahead. Yeah. You know, believing, like we all do, that at some point in the future there's going to be an opportunity to improve their rate and payment by doing a repayment. Mm-hmm. And, we, and so. we know. we know. Yeah. yeah. I, historically, all we have to do is look at history, right? I mean, it just, it ebbs and flows. Life ebbs and flows. <laughs> Interest rates yeah. ebbs and, ebb and flow. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be, it's not perfect. There yeah. is no perfect. Yeah. So it's just, you know, are you qualified? And, yeah. and again, us all finding those people to help. Yeah. do those things. I'm a senior real estate specialist, and so um, I've done many, many people who unfortunately have someone pass away, or they're just simply relocating their aging parent from one place to the other, either in a multi-generational situation or in assisted living, and I have the resources and the um, experience to help people walk through that difficult process, and it really is a difficult process, mm-hmm. an emotional process, and we try and give them steps at a time to walk them through. Yeah. So. In the entry level, our first time buyer market, too, I remember when we bought our first house. I was scared to death. Oh, you know? it's terrifying. And, 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 you know, now, like most people, when I look at what we have in the way of real estate equity between a couple of properties, mm-hmm. it's a large portion of, you know, Your, our net worth or yep. what we're going to carry into retirement with us. So the idea of being a little, being prudent, but being a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. that's kind of how you get going. You it know, is. We, we, I remember the analogy, if you wait to have kids or buy your house right. until the perfect time, right. you're you'll never, never going to do, do it. either. That's you right. Know? Yeah, and, you'll never do it. Um, that's part of the education process. Yep. You know? Education process is huge for all three of us. Yeah. On the buyer end, I do buyers and sellers, um, and on the mortgage end, yeah. it's free to get information. We've yeah. said this a thousand times. It's never too early to talk to any of us. Yeah. We want to give you the information because you as a buyer or a seller even, sellers, we do this every day. So they don't know the process and we want to share the process with you. And you may think this is impossible. I can't do this. But then if you get information, you realize, well, maybe I can. Yeah. Maybe I can do this. And maybe I don't do it tomorrow, but I do it six months from now, or I do it a yeah. year from now. This is part of mm-hmm. the process, and we want to be a part of that process and be able to educate. 
Yeah. It's absolutely what we want. It doesn't have to be immediate gratification. We did kind yeah. of move into that for a while. Yeah. Everybody wanted something and they were able to get it right then. Yep. Kind of led to the crash we dealt with in 2008. Lending's a lot more prudent at Different. that now. But yep. when I started 30 years ago, you know, you always had a drawer of files of people that were getting ready to buy. You know, and they might mm -hmm. be a year down the road, they might be a year and a half down the road. We absolutely want people who are going to be ready to buy and ready to sell six months, a year from now. Yeah. We touch base with our clients. Most of our um, business, I can speak, um, most of our business is repeat and referral business. Yeah. So we're always yeah. keeping in touch with people yeah. on a regular basis. You might not be ready now, yeah. but you will be. Yeah. And we want to be a part of that. So. Yeah, I think that's just a little snapshot about yeah. what's happening in the yeah. market and you know, who's so, in it currently. Yeah, you know, so we've kind of identified who's in it, but you know, what can we do as professionals to help these people, especially some of the challenges. I mean, some of the challenges I think you know people are facing this market. Um, interest rates, it, you know, people are being one is it's more expensive, but two, I think there's a big psychological piece of that too. It's just people see oh, a number and sure. they're like, oh yeah. man, yeah. you know, I, I can't be in this market because of the interest rates of what they are. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, as professionals, I think there are options and things to do. And it's our job to help bring that information well, to people. And I think showing the numbers is super important. Yeah, doing the numbers for people, I mean, there's no getting around the fact that there are certain people who are temporarily priced out of the market yeah. because of where Absolutely. interest rates are. Um, I think there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people that are qualified to buy now. We just need to be able to show them what are the right reasons to be buying right now. Um, the market's not as competitive as it was from the buyer-seller side right. when yeah. rates were lower. That insanity will come back when rates drop. So um, we're seeing more deals where the seller's willing to help with closing costs or yep. maybe an interest or rate buy down. For buy down, like absolutely. Um, yep. So it's, a, it's more education. I mean, yes, our, our buyer pool is... A little bit smaller and impacted by rates but beyond that it's still just a matter of knowing all the tools hmm. changes going on in lending I closed a loan two days ago that if the client was making application in January she would not have qualified so a little bit of tightening on a Fannie Mae program or guideline um, when it comes to rental income on the home she was moving out of and keeping but we're also seeing expansion you know like effective in eight days you can now buy up to a fourplex for five percent huh. if wow. you want to live in it that's that awesome. was a 20 yeah. to 25% down payment requirement prior yeah. to this change. Yeah. So that's kind of the lending arena recognizing the challenges in housing yep. and trying to take prudent steps to make it more available to people. That's interesting because I do have some clients that are looking for, for yeah. duplexes. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's huge. Yes. That, that's a, that, that could be a game changer really it, for it, someone it, doing it, that. It really yeah. could. You know, they have to understand how the rental income is yeah. calculated off the other side and how it's part of the qualifying piece. Um, but that's a really positive change. Yeah. Um, we're still dealing with, of course, loan limits, you know, what those dollar amounts are, mm -hmm. and sometimes we can bump up against those in our marketplace. You had asked yeah. earlier about the change to FHA mm -hmm. in allowing ADU income for qualifying, which they just made a change to do. But do keep in mind that loan is still priced as a single-family residence, so you're still up against the single-family resident loan limit in mm -hmm. our market, which yeah. is like, what, 641 and change, I think. So, right. Yeah. So let's talk about buy downs. I mean, I, we hear about them all yeah. the time. Yeah. You know, we're, we're seeing builders offer buy downs. We're seeing sellers offer buy downs. Yeah. Buyers inquiring about buy downs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, everyone. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. actually yeah. They're, they're, they're we have, talk about buy downs. Lots yeah. of talk about buy downs. We, we actually have a client under contract um, on a new construction, and the new construction actually um, offered a $25,000 yeah. credit. Yeah. 
builders are anxious to move if, product. Yes, yeah. they are. Because yeah. and that's part of it, right? Yeah. That they're seeing the, the lower numbers. So there's opportunity out there for that as well. Yeah. And some of that money went to buy down yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it was helpful to them. Yeah. Buy downs have been around forever. They've been around my entire career. We in, years ago we used to do them wouldn't say regularly, but they were more of a thing, and then they kind of fell off the radar. They've been talked a lot about a lot more lately because mm-hmm. rates have gone up and the market's slow a little bit. Um, no magic to it. You've got an amount of cash to work with, and you can use that to buy the rate down by paying the interest differential for the buy-down period out of that money. We always want to look at it closely. Is that the best use of it? Um, again, still believing that people are going to have a refinance opportunity within the next few years. Mm-hmm. Um, a temporary buy-down is probably the most appropriate use in a lot of cases after we've covered covered the closing cost. Um, a positive change is that lenders, it used to be that if that money was set aside for a buy-down mm-hmm. and that loan paid off before they were all used up, those funds were gone. The lenders mm-hmm. didn't rebate them. Lenders are now rebating any unused portion, so it's a credit towards the payoff. So it makes it a little bit more safer from so, a oh. mon- money management. Yeah, so is that, I mean, I hear things like, like a... Two one buy down or a three two one buy down. What are those and what is that? So a two one buy down. Let's say for example you qualified today at a seven and three quarter interest rate. Okay. A two one buy down means for the first year you're going to pay five and three quarters. Oh. So it's two points below your wow. full full rate. The second year you're going to pay six and six and three quarters, and okay. then you step up to the seven and three quarters. Three two one costs more money, obviously, but you're buying that rate down to three points below the qualifying rate for the first year. This you know, is and it can be significant savings off of people's budget and monthly payments. Absolutely, it does not help with qualifying. No, so you have to always be able to qualify. Qualifying is to to yeah. me. I mean, I I think even buyers understand. Yeah. I. I have to qualify for the loan. And honestly, that's the piece, one of the biggest pieces they yeah. don't know yeah. first. Think, think about somebody using an apprenticeship for a trade. Yeah. So they're on a schedule of increases in income. They know what's coming as they move through that apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. They might not be comfortable taking on that full rate payment right now, but if, if the rate moves up over time as their income moves up, it's something that might work for them. Yeah. I think that that's an interesting piece because you're saying it costs a little bit more, but also in the market maybe you know we work with the seller and get some you yeah. know seller monies yeah. towards yeah. that too i mean the goal is a win-win sell yeah. and buy yeah. so if we can make it work for everybody as a win-win that's is a good a thing two one or buy down like that is that more expensive than just a hey i'm just going to buy down my loan well um really good question and not easily answered yeah so when <laughs> of course I that's why I yeah, when <laughs> I, so and people don't really know this yeah. um when I price a loan, I get a rate grid. So I see yeah. all the rates available for that specific scenario. So you could take that money and say, okay, how low could I buy this rate down uh-huh. for the term of the loan, for uh-huh. the full 30-year term? Um, we wouldn't look at it as one being more expensive than the other because the temporary buy-down is just that. It's temporary. Yes. Or And there have been equations where it made more sense seemingly to buy the rate down for the entire loan. That gets to be a judgment call right now because if we believe people are going to refinance in the foreseeable future, and I would never put a time frame on it because right. all the market makers have been wrong the past couple of years. <laughs> but well, if, no we, one has if, if we believe that that is coming, is that the best use of those funds? Yeah. Now, because on a permanent buy down, you don't get any unused money back. 
Sure. You get right. a credit back okay. on a temporary buy down yeah. if it's not all used up, okay. but not on a permanent. Interesting. Buy-down. Yeah. So. And that, that my friends, that answer is the reason why <laughs> you want to have conversations with That's, the lender yeah. and the agent because that is the stuff that you don't know. And frankly, I always say I know enough to be dangerous when it comes to lending. Yeah. That's not my area of expertise. It's not your right. area of expertise. Right. That's his job, and that is why it's so important to have those conversations with us. So if you are interested in having conversations, we would love to chat with you. You can either message us, uh, direct message. You can text us, call us, email us. All of our information is there for you. So thanks, and we look forward to seeing you next time.